ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends, welcome to Behind the Scenes in Hollywood, an interview series where we bring you casual conversations with talent and creatives from across entertainment. I'm your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's guest is a three-time Tony Award nominee you've seen across film and television, including Julie and Julia, Succession, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, and here to talk about her role in FX on Hulu's The Patient. It's Linda Emmond. Linda, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Hey. Linda Emond, but that's okay. Emond, uh, constantly oh goodness, so mispronounced, <laughs> but that's cool. That's okay. That's okay. It's also often mispronounced Edmund, and people add a letter in there. But anyway, it's uh, Linda Emond. So I am such a fan of of the patient. It is so uh, intriguing and, and creepy, and at times terrifying. And it's perfect for we're now in October, so perfect for spooky season. Um, so I'm curious, what was your experience working on such a small scale and like secluded show like this? lucky i felt lucky every single day <laughs> i mean it was great great writing great acting most of my stuff was with steve carell so how bad can that be you know and uh and then donal and donal was a doll even though he plays not a doll and uh so it was really a, a weird joy to go into such a dark show and in some ways we had to try to find ways to have the situation around it be just comfortable and warm and good and occasionally even funny because of how dark the material was so we we had to work to stay sane but um especially like steve i don't know how he did that donald too but that you know for hours and hours and hours a day on that in that basement but uh it, it was a great experience from top to bottom so to me the show is sort of like misery meets psycho meets silence of the lambs with this relationship between sam and dr strauss and in this sort of thriller and horror genre there are many mothers who maybe aren't enabling but certainly not discouraging their child's violent tendencies like this um so were there any characters from the genre that you drew some inspiration from i really didn't because i think there's something amazing about what the jays did the jays being the writers right you know they're known as the jays joseph and joe um because I think they wrote uh, a particularly strange version of, of a story that we maybe have seen some sense of that is a serial killer story um, with the whole therapist and, and serial killer and, and a mother who does not fit the mold that you expect. I mean, they definitely were going for a sense that for one thing, you don't know she exists, but when she comes down the stairs and has that first scene, you don't, it's not what is expected mm -hmm. and so I feel like it wasn't I feel like it was something we were trying to come up with and that I was trying to come up with uh that was something new so it took me a while in fact to try to figure out where to place her I didn't really have it figured out when I first like met Steve and did a little chemistry read as they say but on zoom but chemistry mm -hmm. read with Steve and stuff I didn't I was I admitted and the Jays were there and I admitted to everybody I mean we did it not as an excuse or anything, but I admitted that I really didn't quite really know yet where it landed. I know I could figure it out, but I didn't quite know. And I think that was true for all of us. We kept doing the scene that we were reading a scene, that first scene, and we kept doing it a bunch of different ways, trying to find it. And we got close, but I don't think we really got it until we shot. It just took a while to figure out because the point is, I think it's pretty original. Mm. Yeah, it definitely throws you off. Like you said, like you, there's like that shot of the cane going down the stairs, like, oh God, what? Who's about to walk down here? And then she's like, and it's just like such a weird dynamic. And it really does sort of like take you aback as an audience member. You're like, that's not who you expect. You know, you expect some. No, one like it's, actually much a older, it's actually a fireplace. It's actually, it's actually a fireplace poker, actually. 
Oh, it's the like poker. She comes down oh, with a fire, right. yeah, fireplace poker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you say though about the old and creepy? What's the thing? The No, I'm saying you're almost expecting someone much older mm. and like creepy, you know, just like uh not at all like a very pleasant <laughs> character that Candace yeah. is, at least at first appearance. Um, so I'm curious also, despite sort of finding that balance um, while the cameras are rolling and all, being being on set, um, were there any other challenges with portraying this kind of character? Yeah, I think I think the hardest thing was finding it. Like once, mm. once I, I figured out where it sat, then if that makes sense to you, then you know kind of tonally and everything else and i figured out what those prime motivators are you know you 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 can as an as an actor in a story the way i pretend to approach stuff anyway is to figure out you know be really clear about what is the story and then what is my responsibility in the telling of that story and then even within a scene what is my responsibility in this scene in the telling and i had a tricky time trying to maneuver through that i think it was it was once we were in it though i think steve then we the fun of it the fun of it is that we really were able to just be there and do it um a lot of that credit for that environment goes to not only everybody in the crew and the directors and everything else but steve and steve's clarity and preparation every single day i mean he had massive material to do every single day mm -hmm. and to and it was i heard him it quoted in an interview recently where he said something like it was like learning a one-act play you know, doing like a one act play every day because it was a, a short play, like a short one act play. And it's true, that was the nature of it. And he was always so clear, he had charted it so well, or that's what it seemed to me every day and was so prepared every day. And so to be able to walk into that kind of environment and, and Donald too, like very clear. So we could all just go in there and just play and do it and, uh, that made it a, a really great environment. So the challenges, if there were, were honestly just the usual challenges of of working on film and television, which is kind of endurance level, certainly for, again, Steve yeah. uh, every day. But but no, we were able to, once we had those things figured out, you we were able to just go in there and let the cameras roll. And with the series finale um, just around the corner coming October 25th on, on Hulu, um, of course, without getting into too many spoilers, um, what are you most looking forward to for audiences to see? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> have you seen it, Juan? Have you seen them all? I have held out on the finale, but okay. I have watched okay. those Okay, well, too. well, okay. Uh, <laughs> it it packs a punch, let's say that, and uh, uh, it's you know it's it 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 makes all the sense in the world of what the ending should be needs to be, uh, but it's hard, and the the whole the whole that tautness and suspense of the episodes of the show uh, go right up to the last minute of this show. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think people are in for a treat, if you can call it that. But um, yeah, <laughs> a <journey>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a journey for sure. But um, yeah, it stays as taut and suspenseful and hard and challenging as it has been throughout the season. I'm so proud of it. I think it's such a great show. I think they did such an amazing, amazing job of it. And I'm curious if there were any lessons you might have learned. I know you had a very long and successful career, but I feel like with every project, uh, actors can learn some, something slightly different or a new technique or something. So does anything come to mind as a lesson learned throughout the shooting process? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I think actually 
just with this one, honestly, a kind of, of patience really, because it, it, isn't, it isn't one, it was tricky finding the line of how to, to play Candace in a sense, because of those conflicting elements in her and because there is some comedy in her, frankly, right? And, uh, and some stuff that's very not comedy. Um, and it was tricky and I was open about that from early on and it just took me a bit, luckily before we started shooting but that sometimes you don't always, and this certainly I know from all my years of working on stuff, you know, you don't always open a script or open something and go, oh, I get it, I got it, I know how to do that uh, at all. And that certainly wasn't the case with this. And that was really exciting and exciting part of working on it because it's a testament, I think also to that the Jays were doing something really different, even though it's a story, you know, we've kind of heard some element of a serial killer, but they really tell a very particular tale and trying to figure out those particulars took some patience and time and, uh, but in my mind really paid off for the whole project. And um, having been in this business for so long, what would you say is the biggest change you've noticed in show business over the years? I guess the obvious one is, is the streaming aspect and how much there is, you know, that, that there is so much more available at people's fingertips uh, at home. I will say though, in relation to that, that I'm so thrilled on this show that they did not release them all at once. I have to say overall, I don't get that for any show. I feel like you satisfy something in viewers like boom, I guess, but then, you know, for one second, people are talking about some show and then you're not talking about it anymore. And so I don't quite understand it even from a PR standpoint, frankly, but in this case, there's such, isn't it just killing that you can't, you have to, for a regular, well, you got to see some ahead, but I know I have friends of mine who say they're screaming at the television <laughs> at the end of the episodes going, ow, you know, damn it, you know, where is the, I want to see the next one, I want to see the next one, which is a perfect response for something like this, especially, and the fact that you have to wait in suspense and tautness for a week, but um, I wish that was true more with shows across the board, because I think that, I think that's, that's great. Even though, yes, I've done a lot of theater and you sit and do a whole thing. E even when it comes to things like intermissions, there are reasons for them or why they're there or, you know, they, then you come back. Um, but I think it's one of the great things of, of, of serialized television is that waiting in between and the expectations that arises, the fact that you go through different journeys of where it might end up and then you sit down to watch. I think it's a great version and I wish people would do it more, but I'm really happy they did it for the patient. Yeah. And with this show, especially, I don't um, like another show that's sort of very buzzy right now is um, Dahmer on Netflix. And it's a very dark show. It's not a show that I like, even with the patient, I can't really watch more than a couple of episodes at a time because it's like, you need that break, go get some yeah. sunshine and, <laughs> you know, something exactly get out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. Yep. And um, for uh, any young actors out there who um, want to be where you are someday in their careers, uh, what advice do you have for them? You know, there's a weird thing sometimes that I, I used to say anyway, and I feel it's like partly valuable still, which is to say, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't go into this business. <laughs> but the reason I say that is because uh, those who really um, should will ignore me. Uh, and that is the kind of uh, a spine and heart and whatever that's needed for it. 
is a sense of this is just like if you if you don't really feel this is something you really kind of have to do that there's something that really drives you there are aspects of it that are just really complicated anyway i used to say that a lot and i think that's still somewhat true but that also makes it sound like it's just so ruthless or so awful or this or that and it's not um there are what i realize more and more as years go on are that there is this massive amount of gorgeous creative energy and talent in every area of the business and it's thrilling to you know come upon that all the time and to be able to collaborate with people and so i guess i end up more in the realm of just saying you know follow your real creative impulses i do think that over time you'll be a lot more satisfied if you seek out the things that are exciting to you that you are thinking more about what are the stories that i'm interested in being a part of telling rather than thinking too much about you know career and ambition and that kind of stuff because i think it will be really satisfying for you in the end not only to be a part of those projects but to look back on a body of work and say i really love that i was able to be a part of, of telling those stories